Well, here it is, and once again, it's time for the Inside EMS Podcast. I am your host, Chris Sabalero, excited as ever to be with you, but more importantly, more excited that I'm here with my good friend, Kelly Grayson. KG, what's going on in your neck of the neck? neck of the oh, <laughs> the, the usual, man, uh, dealing with, with weather and, and the, the pleasures of being a homeowner. Uh, got some hurricane damage scheduled to be repaired this week. So we're, we're having to juggle contractors and plumbers and whatnot. And it's just lovely. You know, you talk about all these reality shows on these TBS. You need to have a live from Pitkin reality show straight out of Pitkin. (laughs) I do not think people would believe half the stuff is going on. That's goes on down there. And, uh, it's just crazy, man. Just super duper crazy. But, you know, Kelly, I think this week, you know, we've got a really interesting show, you know, you and I, uh, have been doing this show for seven years now. And, uh, you know, we're in, we're in 50 countries, believe it or not. So I looked at the stats before we started to record 50 countries. We've got 1.3, close to 1.4 million listens of this show. And it's, it's truly been a great, uh, uh, journey for us. And, uh, you know, I want to thank you for that opportunity. It's, it's been a wild ride, man. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, thinking on seven years, you know, you're the, you're the third longest relationship of my life. Well, and by far the ugliest. And that's, well, that's somewhat disconcerting to me. Well, it makes no difference how long it's been, as I've mentioned, and as I will always contend, I will always be the bigger spoon. But we're going to have um, our international correspondent join us today, Rob Lawrence. Rob, come on in, because you're really going to take the host position of this uh, show, and you're going to kind of interview Kelly and I for an expose for the EMS One website and uh, kind of talk a little bit about the show. And uh, I want to welcome you, and I'm going to hand you the reins, and uh, let's get a move on. 50 countries, Chris. Good morning. So uh, I think we need to start by saying bonjour, good morning, and uh, hola to everybody uh, that's listening. And yes, and, and also thank you for telling me what I'm about to tell you I'm about to do, which is always good fun. Um, so yes, I'm going to take over now as uh, the host of this uh, fantastic uh, show and turn the tables on you two. So tonight, Chris and Kelly, this is your life. And uh, we're going to uh, talk about uh, Inside EMS. And the reason I'm doing it is because you two are millionaires. Congratulations on becoming millionaires. Um, unfortunately, I can't give you any cash. We are, of course, talking about listeners. And so uh, uh, how do you feel about that, being a 1.3 million millionaires? You know, from my side, I got to tell you, and, and Kelly will probably remember this. We, we were looking weekly, right, when we were creeping up on that million spot. And it was just amazing to me. I mean, when you think about where we came from, you know, we, it was just me and Kelly we thought was listening to the show, right? And uh, over the years, you know, we've really tried to just stick to our format and stick to our relationship and kind of argue and, and you know, do the things that we needed to do to, to make the show entertaining, right? The premise of the show is two guys sitting in the truck talking about all the things that people talk about that goes on inside EMS. And, uh, you know, Kelly does sometimes he'll take the provider standpoint. I'll take the leadership standpoint, but, uh, it's been interesting and it's just unbelievable that we've, we're coming up close to 1.5 million listens. That's good stuff. I, uh, when you said millionaires, I, I, you know, I immediately crossed over and checked my bank account. <laughs> I want to do like the Forrest Gump thing. Well, you know, they said it was a million dollar podcast, but EMS one must kept all that money. Cause I ain't never seen a nickel that million dollars. 
but it is cool that we are we're creeping up on 1.5 million uh, individual downloads. That's that's pretty awesome. It's, it's testament to our uh, our longevity. I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much, but so let, let's let's go back into the annals of time. And of course, Chris, <laughs> you and I were um, the presenters way back when on the EMS Leadership Podcast, along with our good friends uh, Don Lundy and Patrick Pianetza, uh, which was a blast. But uh, how did you transition from that? to this where did you get in touch with kelly how did it all begin take us all the way back you know it's really funny that you say that rob because we did the uh, ems leadership podcast for about five years together we did right? we did yeah. yeah and there's a lot of great episodes still up there that if you go to uh, uh emsleadership.com you get a lot of that great uh, you know we did that weekly too and i don't think we missed a lot of weeks but one of the things that we wanted to be able to do is really move into you know ems1 and uh, try to get a podcast going and i pitched the idea to chris call uh, at the time he was uh, working inside ems1 and uh, he goes well it sounds like a great idea what's your thought for it i said well i need to find a partner who's going to be able to be a little contentious with me who's going to be able to argue with me who's going to be a little bit of entertaining and uh but he wasn't available <laughs> so who did you find <laughs> so actually i didn't have i didn't have kelly kelly and i had always passed in our uh you know in our time as instructors at conferences and i don't think we really sat down and had a conversation but i think we respected each other and then one day we wound up at the same conference at uh, the ice conference here in the state of missouri in the lake of the ozarks and we were sitting with artsia remember kelly and we were you know, talking about the premise of the show. And I said, uh, you know, Kelly, what do you think about doing this? Art was there and he was kind of giving us his, uh, you know, to do's about it. And uh, it kind of grew from there sitting in front of the fireplace. Uh, but Kelly, you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, um, I, uh, Chris and, and Art approached me and, and said, this is our, our idea. Two guys sitting in an ambulance talking about the EMS news of the day and, and we'll, we'll, have special guests and and clinical issues and and uh news of the day and uh you guys just just talk it up like 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 two friends you know we're like the greenberg and golick of ems <laughs> you know and sometimes we uh uh sometimes we fight and sometimes we uh we take positions that we're not really comfortable with just so the other guy can can uh can defend a position or or attack a position uh but it's been a it's been a good ride and uh i had taken classes with Chris uh, at, at various EMS conferences, and I think he was an instructor in my first AMLS class, and he always struck me as a, as a passionate and, and uh, articulate guy. Um, I didn't know how well we would gel uh, as podcast co-hosts, but it's been, it's been great, you know, he's, he's been a great partner. So you, you, you mentioned that example of a type of partner. I had you guys, Dan, as the Statler and Waldorf of uh, EMS on the truck, you see. <laughs> <laughs> we, Chris, I mean, uh, Rob, we'll have to we'll have to explain Statler and Waldorf to our yeah. our younger listeners. Uh, oh yes, I guess it's you have to be of a certain age, don't you? So let let me take you back to the Muppet Show and the the two elderly gentlemen sitting in the uh, in the box uh, critiquing. Let's put it that way, uh, the show. So uh, I, yeah, you are. I'm not saying you're Muppets because in from my country that's quite the insult, but I think you are the the two gentlemen that uh, have a lot to say. I think we found yeah, our right. new tagline: the, the Statler right. and Waldorf for vms <laughs> yeah but it's really it really is kind of funny because it, it was almost like we um it was almost immediate right it was almost an immediate chemistry and connection and then i think over the years you know kelly and i do a lot of of prep you know we we talk about the shows 
Um, we kind of lay them out. And as Kelly mentioned, sometimes we take opposite positions of our real beliefs just so we can argue the points. And I think what that does is that makes us great instructors as well. Because when we talk about last week, we talked about ultrasound on the ambulance, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I don't really know where my, my side leads, but I know that I have beliefs about it. And Kelly did a great job of arguing with me. And, but I think that that's really, that's really where we have to be, right? We have to be, we have to take a side because there are people out there that need to know the argument on both sides and hopefully we're a little bit entertaining with it hopefully we're a little bit uh you know a little bit informative with it and uh it's just been real fun yeah. there's great there's great value in the debate i think and, and the way that you guys play off against each other you know uh sometimes taking the pro when you perhaps aren't pro sometimes taking the con when you perhaps aren't the con although we won't talk about that record chris uh but uh it's good to hear those things and it's good to hear you guys debating it as i know we know this happens in every truck on every station crew room street corner uh in the world not just in the country but i think that one of the things that's interesting too rob is that you've been a staple uh in the co-host spot uh, as well and what's interesting is that the format follows the show and when you come and sit in for me or when you come and sit in for kelly you take the per you you take that uh, agonist protagonist uh, spot as well, and you do it because you know what that format is, and it and it works out really well. So really, so it works out really well. So the show really kind of has the reputation of what it's all about. Right, it's telling it as it is, which I think uh, that the guys out there really appreciate, and obviously the viewer statistics and the listenership uh, really bears that out. But let's sort of get into. Uh, you talked about planning the show. So how do you source the content? I see you guys almost as a magazine program. So you are really picking up the, the high points of the week, but uh, how does that process work? Well, I think from my side, you know, um, you know, Kelly's a really busy guy and, and I kind of, you know, I kind of look at uh, what's going on inside EMS and I pay attention to the, you know, to the blogs and I pay attention to the social media sites and I want to know what's going on that's hot. Sometimes it's a news story that we go ahead and talk about and then we break the news story down and we try to figure out where's the angle in that. Other times it's really clinical issues. You know, let's talk about ultrasound. Let's talk about, you know, capnography. You know, we've been on the rant about intubation for such a long time and intubation success but it really we, we need to be able to find what is interesting and what's happening and then on those weeks where there's really nothing to pick out of the news you know we kelly and i will sit around and we say this all the time kelly what do you want to talk about and really <laughs> and we come up with something that we think is going to work you know right i mean kelly uh, you yeah. know you've, you've got that innovation in you we yeah we we I can I can <laughs> Nancy says it's a character flaw that I'm willing to talk and, and expound at length about any subject including none uh, including those that I had, I know nothing about <laughs> I, I view it as a talent <laughs> be that as it may yeah you know we we troll the the uh, the social media sites uh, and, and look for content and uh, I have Google alerts set up uh, with certain keywords that, that sends me email notifications when we get stuff. Um, so Chris will, Chris will send me a, uh, a, uh, direct message on, on Facebook or, or one of the other social media sites or, or will tag me in a conversation on a, on a uh, particular site. And, uh, and I'll do the same for him, you know, uh, especially if it's something that's a contentious topic, uh, that we can add our voices to. And sometimes it's, a it's a, uh, non-contentious topic that, that I think that everyone commenting on it has the wrong take 
and and Chris and I will approach it as you know someone to counterpoint the booger eating cretins who are uh, uh, are, are pining on on uh, certain forums about uh, about a given thing, uh, and they're they're not giving it the consideration that it needs. So um, we'll try to to offer a, a contrary view uh, or or give a a particularly um, important topic a broader audience. Uh, so that more people can hear it because, uh, you know, I, for one, I, I kind of avoid many of the uh, social media EMS sites right now because uh, they've long been the, the most isolated spaceport of rational discourse. Uh, so <laughs> we, try to, we try to do a little better job of it uh, on, on Inside EMS. If, if, if you attend my often delivered uh, lecture on being a PIO and media handler, I'll always tell you that social media is a weapons-grade device unless yeah. used properly. But actually, Kelly, you've segued quite nicely into my kind of next question, really. And over the years there have had to have been some hot topics, some hot subjects, some hot issues that you have both enjoyed talking about and also had difficulty talking about. So what have they been over the years? Well, you know, we're, we're both passionate about clinical excellence in EMS. So there's a host of clinical topics, airway management, uh, new technology in, in emergency medical services, uh, um, adoption of new technology and, and leveraging uh, uh, mature technology for, for new uses. So we always enjoy talking about that sort of thing. Um, I, but, but controversies in EMS in particular um, things that are, are, emblematic of, of problems in our profession that we need to, to talk about. You know, Brian Bledsoe uh, calls himself the EMS contrarian, and, and I've always admired him that he's willing to speak uncomfortable truths uh, to our profession, that things that we need to hear, but we don't necessarily want to hear. And, and I really enjoy taking those topics with Chris uh, and 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 giving them a, a little bit of a broader audience because you know there's things that if you're passionate about what you do and, and you're passionate about the profession you're in, um, even things that that uh, the profession doesn't like to recognize, we, we have to talk about because if you don't talk about it, you don't care. Um, so so hitting those things is is something you know that are our our favorite topics, uh, be it. Uh, fatigue and and uh, uh, provider wellness, mental wellness, and and emotional support in EMS. We're we're huge proponents of of uh, caring for ourselves and and uh, dealing with the emotional and, and psychological toll uh, that is common in EMS and and things of that nature. You know, Chris might have uh, have a, a thing about leadership. You know that that's he, he trends trends more toward the, the leadership topics and the advocacy stuff but uh it's just a host wait chris does leadership yeah wow chris do you, you do leadership chris <laughs> really <laughs> of course he does very well in fact yeah leadership and then i think that uh, you know kelly hit it right on the mark i mean and i'm trying to think of as he's talking you know how do i want to respond to this question but it really doesn't need any response because you know he hits it right on the head i think the thing that gives me a lot of of passion, I think, is really wanting to educate people. You know, all of us here are educators, right? Whether we're leaders, uh, whether we're instructors, but we all enjoy the, you know, the light bulb going on. But the thing that gives me the passion is I want the the listeners to know that there are people out there that understand them, that, that want to help them. You know, I, I hate when our peers, you know, uh, commit suicide, 
and it's because of the job and it's because of the stress and it's because yeah. they feel that they have no out. It's because they feel that there's no one listening to them. And I, I hate the shows where we have to talk about losing another provider. And, um, you know, I've lost a few friends since we've done this show that, um, you know, could have used a hand somewhere along the line that, and then it makes you wonder, you know, was I a good enough friend? Was I able to recognize, should I been able to? And it's those types of things that are really hurtful that we have to talk about. But, um, you know, as I think about it now, Kelly, it's, it's going to be one of those shows that we're going to wind up talking about again, because there still is no answer to this horrible problem. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a problem. that's not going to go away. We, we, we hope that, that it's, you know, mental illness and, and, and uh, the emotional toll that, that this takes on us and, and the stigma of mental illness and EMS is kind of like a cockroach. If you shine a light on it, it'll run away. Um, and, and I think we've done a good job at that, but, but the problem isn't, isn't uh, going away in and of itself. Uh, we, we have increased awareness, I think, among our listeners and among the, the rank and file of EMS. Uh, what we have to do is change the, the values of leadership uh, for them to understand uh, what their, their crews are going through on a daily basis. And, and I think that's where we still have a lot of work left to do. And with COVID, the aftermath of COVID, I say aftermath, we're, we're going down, we're not out. But of course, that those issues continue on. I want to switch over to guests. And before I ask the question, I have to tell you guys that I have absolutely loved coming on as the guest host. I've also loved coming on, Chris and Kelly, when you've asked me to be that faceless bureaucrat in the corner office and give the counter opinion there. Um, and you know, as you know, I've I've been that man in the corner office, and so therefore do have an opinion, and uh, and and have certainly enjoyed you know throwing that into the guys on the truck. But from a guest perspective, I mean, you've had some great guests, you've had some entertaining guests. So uh, pick out a few favourites for us. Well, and that's a tough you, one. You obviously, Rob, are, are one of them, oh and, and I like the I like that. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to, to suck up. You to are. You, the uh, checks you're in a, the you're, post. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a sucker. You're a sucker upper. That's for sure. I'm hope. I'm, I hope I'm reading this just like you wrote it, Rob. Uh, but no, I, I like the fact that when when we have you play that faceless bureaucrat role, because I think that as a provider in EMS, all too many providers, you know, feel that they have no stake. Uh, they have no say in the direction of their profession and, and that they're at the mercy of this faceless, amorphous they. You know, they are changing our scope of practice or they're imposing this or that uh, uh, policy on us. And, and, and they don't often know where those things come from. Uh, and, and quite often there, there are at, in the higher echelons of, of leadership and EMS and, and our industry advocates. Uh, some of these people that are, that are making those decisions, in my view, are professional committee members. Uh, and have long since uh, lost any concept of what EMS is like in the field. Um, and, and, and being a voice for, for uh, the field provider and, and, and trying to advocate uh, on their behalf to those people and make them understand our issues uh, and they can't just impose their, uh, these things in a, in a vacuum, uh, I think is important. Uh, but 
from a from an advocacy standpoint, it, it also helps to know that that many of these these policymakers and these these advocates and leaders are not an amorphous they. They're real live people, and they have rationale for what they're doing. And that if you're going to to change the industry, if you're going to to bring the industry forward and in the changes that we make, you have to have buy in from the people uh, with boots on the ground. And the best way to do that is to, to advocate passionately and, and, and get your message to those people from a personal standpoint. And, and that's, that's one of the biggest things I think you bring to the show is that, you know, you're not just, uh, it's not just the American Ambulance Association, or it's not just uh, uh, NAMSI or COAMPS or, or, or the uh, National Registry or the National Association of EMTs. Um, it's people within those uh, organizations who are advocating on your behalf, and they have good reasons to do so, uh, but perhaps some, somehow the message gets lost uh, between the ivory tower and the ambulance. And, and I think you, you bridge that gap very nicely. Thank you. You did say it exactly as I wrote it, first of all. And uh, <laughs> second, <laughs> secondly, no, I, it's, it's been a pleasure to actually represent some of these associations back to you guys because they are doing some great stuff. Uh, I will say that in this last 12 months with COVID being what it's been, I've never seen such cooperation, such collaboration, such setting aside those issues that we previously disagreed on and coming together. And I'm just going to note, I'm just going to break into this broadcast to say that the treatment in place bill looks like it might have some legs which may give us a little bit more money to spend on people like us in the industry yeah. so that's coming up but uh we you and actually guys you really dodged the question so let's talk about other guests back to you chris <laughs> so yeah i mean and that's really good so in the uh, covid relief bill that's going on right now is uh you know that's going to be something that's really going to be helpful. But you know, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of fun uh, with people who have come on the show. You know, I I love it when uh, Dr. Peter Antevi joins, and of course Dan Limmer. I mean, he's another great uh, guest. Oh, Dan's that's, great. So is yeah, who's yeah, who's really kind of given us some great opportunity. But it, it really is the people too that just have the stories to tell, and I think that that's really what's important as well. I mean, you know, Greg Freeze, our own Greg Freeze, when he joins, he's a favorite guest just because you know we get to you know hear his insight it's about what's going on um but uh you know I, go on. I, somebody's I, got to do it greg because this is gonna I've, I've, go on go on somebody somebody to, yeah i get a chance to break out my greg freeze impression i'm not <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not slow i'm steady it's not what's really interesting about that kelly is it sounds just like the foreign the forest gump uh so that was really kind of interesting too and, and this, of course, is the last ever show of EMS One, as uh, Greg is the boss. So uh, thanks for joining, and uh, see you sometime in the future. No, go on, Chris. Yeah. So um, you know, we've had some really great, uh, you know, some really great guests, and we look forward to just just many, many more. But uh, it really is the people that are, you know, the the leaders in EMS as well. I mean, you know, Rob and and you know Dan Limmer and Peter Antevi, Matt Zavodsky. I mean, we get the people who are you know doing the work inside. EMS and we, we get their stories on and um but I just I just love talking to the I just love talking to folks you know my my big thing when I was younger is I wanted to be a I wanted to be on the radio. I wanted to be a disc jockey. And, you know, I had my, my, uh, uh, 
stent of being a disc jockey in the late 80s and early 90s you know going into the clubs and spinning the records and that was really kind of my ultimate goal and and uh you know as i got older i realized that maybe that wasn't a good uh did, did you uh, have hair then you're I conjuring did. up an image i'm not prepared to take no i did have hair and i had product too so i was able to put product <laughs> in the put product in the hair but you know this is this really kind of this really kind of uh, soothes the the want of the goal of wanting to be a disc jockey. Even though yeah. we don't talk do music, we do get to talk and we get to bring guests on and have a great time at it. Well, well, dude. Even though you miss being a disc jockey and wound up a cot jockey, um, I want you to know that you spin me right round, baby, like a record, baby. Right round, round, round. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Now we'll have to explain yet another pop culture reference to our younger listeners. Wow. And I'm trying to think of the singer Pete and the, Pete Burns. There we go. For 10 points. <laughs> wow. Well, that, uh, that was a conversation killer. And uh, yes, I excel at that as well. <laughs> so anyway let's 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 get back on track you know if some of this may well end up on the cutting room floor and if it does uh, i'm sorry you missed all this banter but uh, we'll see anyway sort of moving on so it, it's really a current affairs program there's stuff you're reacting to stuff that's happening in the week but if folk have ideas for you uh, do you take suggestions Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we get people all the time and we want to hear from the people that we're talking to. Right. I mean, because the show is really for them. I don't do the show. Kelly doesn't do the show for anybody else. But the people who listen, you know, we do get uh, support from our uh, team at EMS one, Carrie Hat, Greg Freeze. They'll always send us some ideas. We do want to be able to put shows out that uh, will have some upcoming um, uh, you know, articles to them as well. So we can be uh, corresponding with that, but we do hear a lot from our listeners. And here's one of the things I, we kind of mentioned it, Kelly, you know, last week that we want to start to do a little bit of segments. Cause we sent a shout out last week, uh, to Tony, who was kind of hurt on scene and her peer sent it in and said, Hey, can mm -hmm. you talk about this? If you have a peer that you want to recognize for a job well done, uh, that you want to recognize, maybe they're, uh, you know, they got hurt at some point. Cause we really need to rally around these people. Or if you have an idea for a show, or if you have a program uh, at your at your uh, organization that you want to highlight, you know, send us an email at the show at ems1.com and, and let us know who the person is and why you want to recognize them. And we'll make this a regular segment to say, you know, the shout out of the week is going to Rob Lawrence for his dedication and helping us or whatever that is. Uh, or this program, you know, we're going to go down now to, uh, you know, ABC Ambulance, who now has a, a program in the community paramedicine side of dealing with whatever it is. So let's start that as a new segment. So, Rob, as you're as you're writing this and as you folks are listening to it, help us get the word out and uh, we'll do the shout out of the week and uh, we'll make that a regular segment. Kelly, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I would I would love to do that. You know, and a, a significant number of our our weekly topics uh, come from our listeners. Uh, they they'll either send us an email through EMS One at, at the show at EMS One dot com, or or very commonly they'll hit us up uh, on one of the social media sites, either uh, directly on our page or or in the direct messages, and say, hey, you know, this is going on at my service, and and what do you think? And and I don't agree with this, or or uh, I think my my service does this really well, and uh, we, you know, what do you think? Uh, could it be? Can it? Uh, should it be done? Some something is done, and 
uh, on a broader scale in EMS, and and we'll do that. Uh, we we anonymize things for people that have a beef uh, that that want to uh, uh, get our take on it, so so that it doesn't come back on them. But in that vein, I think we we are a a uh, outlet for people that that sometimes may not feel empowered to speak. Uh, at their own agency uh, about inequities and in, in how uh, how they're they're treated and and uh, I enjoy doing that sort of thing. One point three million in uh, here's most certainly to another one point three million going forward and uh, thank you both for being guests <laughs> on your own show and uh, I'm glad I'm glad you could join me um, and. Uh, one of the things you never say on your shows, and I'm going to call you out on it, is because you're the guests, tell us how we can get in touch with you. What are your Twitter handles? What are your emails? If you're just listening rather than reading, who are you? Where are you from? What are your numbers? Hi, my name is Chris Subalera. I'm a Pisces. I'm five foot nine. You know, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Chief of EMS and certainly on the social media sites, Chris Subalero. I'm also on LinkedIn, Chris Subalero. And don't forget, I have, I do have a leadership podcast. It's called the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. And uh, everyone knows that I've kind of uh, developed a business outside of EMS in the leadership development, organizational process improvement play, uh, space. And I have a lot of great peers who come on uh, from around the world. Uh, to talk about EMS topics. I just did a show with uh, MMA champion Ken Shamrock. And, you know, I, I have guests like Marshall Goldsmith and, and uh, some really great leaders on. So go ahead and check that out. And uh, But, yeah, anytime you want to get in touch. Uh, and the show at EMS1.com is a great way to uh, send us an email. And, and you can follow me on Twitter at, at Ambo Driver. Uh, I'm not really active on Twitter, but uh, I do respond to direct messages and, and tags. Uh, I don't post a lot, but when I am tagged, I, I, I do respond. Or you can find me on Facebook at uh, uh, Grayson EMS, I believe it is. Uh, that's my, my uh, public page. Um, and uh, Kelly Grayson on LinkedIn. Uh, any one of those can can get me and uh, I'd love to hear your your feedback and and talk with you guys so you know Rob before you get to close though I did want to bring up something uh, for you and uh, Kelly and I were kind of talking about this really we were kind of uh, almost wallowing in in a little bit of self-pity because um, you do have your own show called the EMS One Stop, and uh, you know it's, it's it follows us here on uh, uh, after Inside EMS. Wait, 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 Surra wait, wait, wait. It on, surrounds on, you. It envelops you. Not on, not just follows you. Rob, Rob has <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Rob that's what we're talking about. But he's, uh, never, invited, he's never invited us on, Kelly. You, well, you realize yeah. that? Gosh, that's a shock. Well, uh, you know, this, what the heck, what the heck is going on? Oh, even dear. Though, even though we're trying to, uh, you know, help each other out, we, we've never been on this show. And uh, I think we're taking a little bit of umbrage to that, Rob. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, I firstly, I promise to invite you on to my show in the future. Um, and yes, I am doing a show, EMS One Stop, even though it took Chris a year to actually pronounce that properly. We'll just get that one back at you um and, and while we're talking about that i just want to as i am surrounding this particular podcast with two one stops that are pretty cool i have to say uh, i just interviewed matt zavadsky and uh, dear gainer on traffic incident management and if you haven't listened to it matt does a excellent report on the fort worth uh, 133 vehicle pileup and the tims the traffic incident management stuff that was around there i commend listening to that 
Coming up after this podcast goes out, I'm talking to uh, Dr. Will Smith, uh, not Will Smith the rapper, but he's even cooler because he's into wilderness medicine. He's actually uh, a colonel in the Army National Guard, and he created a COVID-19 literature surveillance team where, do you know, guys, how many pieces of COVID literature have already been put out there? Any ideas? About 100. Is it 100? (laughs) <laughs> no, no, it's tens of thousands of bits awesome. of literature research. So I, was, I was way off. I was way off. Yeah, yeah. So what uh, Will's done with some medical students is to actually take most of the major pieces and read them and grade them. You, there is actually an official s- scale of how good a piece of research is. Grade them and provide a sort of a potted version of what it is and what the results are on their own website. And I'm going to talk to them about it because I think it's really an undiscovered gem of all the stuff that's out there that we're being flooded with. And actually, they decode it absolutely beautifully. So uh, that's coming up from from me. And I, yes, I'll have you as a guest uh, in the future. Promise. Well, I, don't, I don't know that we're I don't know that we're available, but you know, it is a great, <laughs> it is a well, great have show. Your people. Come- contact our people I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, we'll get people on it absolutely but it is a good episode i did listen to the one with matt and uh, dia and uh, i do recommend it because that was certainly uh um you know a challenging event down there in fort worth texas but rob another great job i want to thank you as our international correspondent and we are going to give you the opportunity to close the inside ems pod oh boy Oh boy. Okay. So this is a real honor, Chris. And uh, Kelly always does the closing. So I'm going to channel my inner Kelly just for you guys. And uh, as you know, uh, this accent that I use on on the radio is just a radio accent. So I'm going to channel my inner Kelly and say, that's what they think. And they'd like to know what you think by contact and they am at all the social media addresses they gave you. And remember, this show is like a box of chocolates every week. You just don't know what you're going to get. Till next time, bye for now.